0: Hi there, Kate McKenzie here with my podcast interviewing today Richard O'Brien, the most amazing and divine human being. He is talking to us about kindness, about creativity, about how his show, Rocky Horror Show, has been on every single day since it first came out in the world. Somewhere in the world that show is playing. And how he's really learnt to accept himself as a trans being and for who he really is and to come to terms and to love himself as he is. But as he said that kindness really is the most important thing, what are we doing for others? How are we serving others? So I hope you enjoyed the interview, I certainly did, and uh, look forward to hearing what your thoughts are. This is well, no. <laughs> Brilliant. Ah, so wonderful. I am so excited to be today with the most amazing Richard O'Brien. Thank you so much Richard. That's very kind of you. And um, it's so exciting Richard because you are somebody who has made it huge in the world and um, wherever, anywhere in the world, you're
1: Show Rocky Horror Show is playing every yeah, day. This is true. Uh, but, but you say I've made it huge, but well, that's not, not necessarily true. I've had some, I've had some small successes in my life, and I'm very grateful for them.
0: What would you, what would you call your small successes?
1: Well, Rocky was a was a was a small success. Um, Crystal Maze was a small success. Being allowed to be me is a is a small success. Um, so I've, I have had some successes, and I'm very grateful for for, for uh, uh, yeah. So how do I feel about it? I feel, I feel that actually that I'm the luckiest person in the entire world. I can't think of anybody that is luckier than me. I'm sure there are, but I can't think of them.
0: That's so wonderful. May I ask you, what enabled you to be so free? Were you always so free, were you born free and you just carried on that way, or did you?
1: No, I, I lived in my, inside my head for so long uh, because being transgendered is a, is, is, is a card that you're dealt. And and you don't know how to deal with it. Um, because society doesn't allow it. If a girl is, is, is five years of old and she's a little tomboy, they go, Oh, she's a little tomboy, you know. But if a if a boy is, is slightly more girly, you go, oh I think we've got a problem there. It's all negative. It's misogynism basically, isn't it? If you if you if you if, yes, you, yes. if you move towards the male condition, that's that's more empowering if you lo- move towards the the, the the female nurturing side of life That's you, you've, you've diminished yourself in, in the eyes of society because misogynism rules mm. and uh, So you shut down. I shut down when I was about six and a half Lived inside my head for most of my life and uh, so I was always I was always Quietly watching the rest of the world and not really becoming part of the world and joining in with groups and people because I was always felt as if I was a a fraud inside. so I just kept very quiet to myself and and, and became internalized and and actually it all becomes rather obsessional because it's a daily factor in your life. And the obsessional factor of, of that diminishes being in life because you, you never get kind of over it and then you know sooner or later you wake up and you say it's, well, I'll give you a perfect example of this. this is gay young men today are allowed to be gay young men today mm. and it's, it's something rather exciting about that they're allowed to say I'm 15 years of age I'm a gay man mm. you know and I'm free mm. once upon a time in my lifetime that was never allowed to be said it was a prison sentence. In fact, if mm-hmm. the, if you were caught in in a in a in a, in a, in a situation mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. which was not deemed to be you know polite in society, so all that's changed, but it hasn't hasn't quite changed for for those of us who want to be grown up, intelligent human beings, interacting on a social level with, with, with people and yet you still feel you're hiding the side of your way that you feel to some extent is a kind of perversion. And it's not a perversion. It's its become perverse and it's become hidden simply because society wasn't able to deal with it. And now I got to the point where I, where I went, that's what I am by default. I didn't ask for this. And actually, if, if I hadn't been this way, I would never have written Rocky Horror. Mm. And so I've got to be grateful for for some of the things that it's given me.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: But also the pain over the years and the the, the failure in in marriages and all that kind of stuff as a result of of this hidden kind of side of myself. And I got fed up with also the madness, the insanity of being schizophrenic. You know, I'll put a frock on and I'll be a girly now, and then I'll put the clothes on and I'll be a guy now. And I thought, I don't want to be like, I want to be me. I want to find that place somewhere in the center where the girl and me and the, and the and the man and the male and me can come together and i can exist on a central plane for myself and be free to be myself and i've, I've kind of done that now
0: so when when do you feel when do you feel this all came together it took it took a long time
1: because i because society was was so kind of you know finger wagging and little nudging and whatnot you know. And, uh, and and so you don't want to be, you don't want to be marginalised. You don't want to be patronised. You don't to be seen to be a fool, and certainly not somebody else's fool. And so you you, you kind of hide away, and of course you go slightly mad because it's not it's not it's not healthy. And uh, about uh, about eight years ago, I stepped off the edge of the abyss and went into deep and dark despair. And lost the plot and um, was paranoid, suffering paranoid delusions and all the rest of it and couldn't find my way up, couldn't break the surface, couldn't get up to the surface at all. was locked in this kind of dreadful well of despair. And, uh, and then I talked to my son on the phone, my oldest boy Linus, and he said, told him about it. He said, Dad, you've got to understand that we love you completely, absolutely. -hmm. And uh, we we admire you and love you, and you know it doesn't matter what you've done, where you've been, whatever has happened. You know, you you were loved, Mm -hmm. and we care for you. Mm -hmm. And um, and then I went for an evening with a PA, my the PA that I had at the time, and there was a doctor there, and she was, you know, because I was still just coming out of this, trying to come out of this, this. of despair couldn't i couldn't find my way out because the world seemed to me to be completely corrupt and mad and all i could see was that was the was the dark nasty evil side of humanity and this doctor said i understand Richard, but you've got to understand that i work with people in the national health service who work their asses off all year and they get their two three weeks four weeks break and they don't go on holiday to, to, to some, somewhere in the sun and soak it up, and all is it. They go to Africa, and they work for nothing. And they go into, into little clinics and hospitals there and give the best of their, you know, their, their achievement and their work and, and change people's lives without banging a drum, without waving a flag. It's not for any kind of anything to come back to them. They just do it. And I and I and I suddenly became aware of that I was shutting out the noble people in life, mm. the good and the noble people. And I and I suddenly started to see that there was a lot of them in the world. Mm. And I, and I and it helped me kind of like rationalise my own journey, my own stupid journey, downward spiral journey. And uh, and suddenly I broke the surface and and was able to um, carry on with life.
0: So did that allow you to accept all of you, and, and in, a, in a sense, be free to be all of you? I'm, I'm kind of free now. I'm allowed to I'm allowed to
1: dress the way I want to, and go where I want to, and be myself. I don't change if I do put a frock on and a wig on if I'm going out and you know in drag. I don't see it as drag. Mm-hmm. I uh, I just see it as me. You know, if I was if I was. Um, Well, I'm not going to mention the names of elderly actresses, but there's a lot of elderly actresses that we know are wearing a hairpiece. Mm. We know that. Mm. But we never say, oh, Joan, you're wearing a hairpiece. Or, you know, we don't do it, do we? Mm. say, you're looking great tonight, you know. Because it's kind of like a look. And they've affected the look for the evening, that's fine. Mm. And I kind of do the same thing. Mm. And and I don't care anymore. If people don't like it, then truthfully, that's the problem, not mine, you know. Mm. Um, I think it was, hang on, the actor... I remember his name. who played, um, played um, in Silence of the Lambs, um, the English actor? Tony, Tony, Yeah. Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins, he, he said a great line, someone said, uh, you know, um, what do you think of other people? Think? He said, whatever, whatever other people think of me is none of my business. Mm. That's a nice way of looking at it, isn't mm. it? Because it isn't really mm. what you think of me. is none of my business. That's your impression. That's mm. whatever you've got going on here. But it doesn't affect me at all. Because mm. it's nothing to do with me. Mm. That's your impressions and your mm. your thoughts. Mm. Yeah.
0: So, do you feel, in the sense that the centre of the world is in you now, rather than it worrying about any outside world? No, I
1: feel. I feel. I feel. Uh, maturity was never my strong suit. Um, I never liked the grown-ups because I was all blustering liars. Like. Right? Tony Blair and George Bush and others—the Houses of Parliament are full of cheats, thieves, and liars. I, you know, so I never really liked the grown-ups because I just see them as, as greedy people. But, um, so maturity wasn't, as I say, my strong suit. But I feel more—I feel more relaxed with myself, more at peace with myself, and I think I'm, I've become a, a nicer person as a result of that because I'm no longer driven by trying to um, live up to other people's ideas of what I'm supposed to be, Mm -hmm. because it's what I am by default.
2: Mm
1: And I'm not not, not gonna go out there arrogantly and say, you know, you don't like me, because this is the way, I I just say, I'm me, I'll do what I want to do. Yes, I might look like a, you know, there's a fine line between exotic and pathetic. And I I know I'm teetering that that, that tightrope, I know that. But I, I don't care, as long as, as as kindness is the key. I used to think that love was the divine factor, but it's not. Love is comes with too many kind of agendas. It uh, comes wrapped up with too many people's different ideas. I mean, define love. We could go on for days, couldn't we? But define kindness is much easier, and kindness is is part of the love equation. So if you would go into the love equation, look, it's, it's that shape, and we went in and we plucked kindness out of that and left that over there and we say this is this is what's good to be kind to each other to go into a into a shop and smile at the person behind the counter who gets a load of crap coming in to their shop every day drunks and (coughs) ne'er-do-wells and and people with you know going something else in their life and they're quite rude and they talk but you just go in and say hello how are you you're looking nice today and they go, and, and and there's a little shift, a little tiny shift. And they say, thank you so much, and you go, bye-bye darling, and, they, and off you go. Something happens in there, in that little interaction, which enriches our day. It's enriched their day, and it enrich, enriches your own day. And, and, it, and it really does work. I got my bus pass recently, <laughs> and I was on a bus going towards Wandsworth, and it was full of um, ladies of color from, from Africa with the coloured headbands and things sitting there and uh, it was a pretty full bus and, 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 uh, and another lady of colour got in I, don't, I think she might have been Barbadian West Indies over that kind of way and she got in and I stood up and gave her nice my seat in about 10-20 seconds the dynamic in that bus changed there was a, there was a, I could feel it, and it was so exhilarating, and I didn't do it for this, but but th- that's what kindness does, you see, a little kindness like that, what it does, what it did was, was empower me, was to give me a feeling of well-being, not only the lady that was sitting down, but all those other ladies who were sitting around there, and a white man got up for a, an, an elderly black lady, and... Suddenly, the world didn't, wasn't quite as dark and doomy. They weren't quite as marginalised in a, in a European white society, and there was there was a, there was a it, it was just quite divine. It was lovely, and and that's so you do get you get paid back. Lovely old Indian saying: the smile you send out returns to you, and that's you know how does that, how does that's fantastic, isn't it? Um, and that, that's why it's um, kindness is the key.
0: How do you feel about Rocky Horror being something that's shifted uh, perceptions and lives in terms of sexuality and femininity, and you know, in some ways, this radical, you know, showing and revealing in a in a humorous and musical yeah. way? I think
1: th- I think the most important thing was, was, was Tim Curry, of course, our first Frank and Furti, who was absolutely splendid, as we all know. And when he came out and, and had that cloak on, and he went, "I'm just a sweet transvestite," and threw the cloak off, and he's standing there, uh, and without apology, mm. that was empowering, mm. we, because there was no apology for it. He goes, "Here I am," mm. and in a great, you know, mm. and, and, and we will never know how many of the people that we're in the midst of are, are, are secretly. The same way, mm-hmm. they can't do what I can do because I'm in show business. Mm-hmm. I can go out the way I'm dressed, and because I'm in, in show business. Mm-hmm. But if I was a mm-hmm. if I was a high school, if I was a school school headmaster, mm-hmm. and it was suddenly revealed that I, you know, I got a frock on on a Friday night, Saturday night, I would lose my position. Mm-hmm. If I was the head of the, mm-hmm. a banking a, a facility, and I was discovered to be a cross-dresser, it, it all shifts for them. So there's a there's a mil- there's lots and lots of people mm-hmm. who are. Um, who hide what they are, because society has decided it has to be male-female, mm. which is nonsense, because mm. we're all on the continuum, between mm. the male and the female, mm. we all fall on the continuum. Mm. And uh, so I'm very lucky in that sense, because I, I can, I'm allowed, because I'm, I'm in show business, and that's kind of okay. So when
0: when 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 you were growing up, did you had lots of brothers. Did you have sisters? I have,
1: I have two, two, two brothers and a sister. I have um, a, a, a brother, sister, brother, me. It goes, yeah. yeah.
0: And you're the youngest.
1: I'm the, I'm the baby of the family. Yes.
0: Yes. And and uh, <laughs> how was it how was it for you to, to, to wear what you wanted then?
1: Um, well, I didn't, but I, I even the strange thing was, I always I always did, you know. And, I, and the weird thing is, when I finally said I was in New Zealand and I, and uh, I I was being interviewed, and I I said, well, you see, I am a, a, what do you you call it? You can call it a transvestite, transsexual, transgender. You can call it what you like. I am this. It's what I am by default. And my mother was going, no, no, he's not. No, he's not. And I go, yes, yes, I am. I've been dealing with it all my life. You know, excuse me, this is not good news, but they didn't want to accept it. And even my brother was having a hard job. and And yet I was watching, I was watching videos from, barbecues in his garden you know when I was 50 I got a pair of dance tights on got a little dance um, a jacket you know one of these things you know tied up you know earrings and, and and makeup and I'm at the barbecue and when I when I find this you know I am you know trying, and I'm going no 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 go wasn't it obvious <laughs> I mean how many people were that, at that barbecue dressed in dance tights <laughs> and a little dance wrap you know not many I think ooh one uh, so I make up a jury so I, I didn't I didn't quite understand why they were so surprised you know when I finally said that's what I am yeah. but they all love me And and I'm allowed to wear a frock anywhere I want to go, truthfully these days, even in New Zealand, anywhere I go. Mm -hmm. If I want to put a frock on, I do. If I want to put a wig on, I do. Or I don't. It doesn't really make any difference. And I don't suddenly change my voice and start to become, you know, girly and and kind of like this. If I was a girl, I wouldn't want to be a stupid girl. You know, exactly. and if I was a girl, I'd want to dress exactly the same way I dress now. So exactly. what's what's the difference? Exactly. Um, uh, so it was it was interesting, and it has been an interesting journey. <laughs> so
0: is it fun? Is it fun to play with both sides rather than?
1: I don't think I do. I just I just think I'm just me, and I go, yeah. what am I going to wear today? You know, yeah. what what does what's what does what's demanded of me today? If I was going to a funeral, you know, I put a black suit on. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. Because so, um, I, 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 to, to, I don't want to compromise other people. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be there, but you know, and they go, that wasn't, you didn't show any due respect. Oh, you know, yeah, I, yeah, I need yeah, all yeah, that, yeah, they yeah, need yeah, that, yeah, I need yeah, that, yeah, we all need that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. you know, but there are times when you go, oh, go on, kick out the traces and, and the truth of the matter is you do go to a, a ball or the fundraiser or whatever it is, you know, and I wear a frock along. It gives a lot of other people something to talk about the next day, doesn't it? Oh, it's,
2: it's, you know,
1: and and you've yeah. kind of like you've bought a little bit of exoticism and, into the into the into the, into that evening. Mm. And that's something for them to talk about, you know. So I don't care at all. I feel as if I'm I'm art. You are art. I'm art.
0: You are art and actually I'm walking art. It, art are, on legs. You are art on Million legs. Million
1: dollar legs, I have to say.
0: Million dollar legs? <laughs> oh yeah. Do you mean they're insured?
1: Well, they they are, but only if I only if I'm killed by an elephant falling from a block of flats. Wow,
0: yeah. that's spectacular. <laughs> and Richard, what about we talked about this before? But because obviously you're all very in touch with your feminine side, and I talked to you about Rocky being, uh, you know, there's a lot of femininity in you know dressing up and femininity in mm-hmm. women being opened up in different ways. And, well I asked you about the femininity and, and you told me that when, when you were growing up you couldn't understand how half the world could get suppressed and half the world would want to suppress half the world and... I
1: don't know uh, the, the, to be born into a race of sentient beings is the, the greatest gift that can ever happen to, to be given sentiency to be born into as I said a, a race of sentient beings is just phenomenal a race of sentient beings that, 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 that have given us mathematics, mm-hmm. philosophy, art, um, mm-hmm. design. Um, the, the, to think today that we're, we're constructing aircraft that will fly out into, into the, in the small reaches of space and come down and land in, 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 in Tokyo two hours after it's taken off from London, you know, that this is this kind of wonderful. It is, it is astonishingly wonderful. And, and, uh, and to, to see all this madness still taking... Religion is the, is the biggest problem on the planet. It's the hugest problem on the planet. Because it's, it's, it, all they were were bone shakers, bone rattlers. They were, they were witch doctors. That's all priests, imams and, and, and rabbis are. They're witch doctors. They have nothing to do with, with understanding our spiritual nature, uplifting our hearts, uplifting the kindness and joy inside of us. And, and, and uniting us, as, 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 it's, it's all about power and rules. You know, and we'll stone you because you had sex with a man out of, you know, that's human nature. Sex is primal, you know. So we're gonna bury you up to your waist in sand and we're all gonna stand around and throw stones at you because of some religious kind of bullshit. This is not right, This is this is obscenity. And it is our biggest problem. We are an evolved species. If we can't begin from that premise, I don't want to have a conversation by the And We have to understand that we are an evolved species. If 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 we don't believe that, it's a point it's pointless having any conversations on any other level because because we're stuffed. You're dealing with fantasy to think that the world all began five thousand years ago in a garden in Eden is, an, is a nonsense. Understand how it works for for parable. And, uh, and it works in the same way as, as uh, Aesop's fables do. I understand that there's a, a kind of, there's a, there's a story to be told here. Um, that We became, became conscious and, and that's, what that's, that's what that's about. Genesis is about, is trying to un- to explain the leap from the dumb animal <coughs> into a conscious being. And they try to rationalize it as if, it, you know, as if it happened, but it's a long period of time. We came out of Africa, best guess anyway, We came out of Africa about 70,000 years ago, 80,000 years, 70,000 years ago. That's the best guess. And surprise, surprise, the DNA trail tells us that we are all from the same family, all of us on the planet. We are all interrelated and we all go back to this original tribe that came out of Africa. That's us, and I think that's kind of wonderful. Um, So, uh, yeah, religion is is a huge problem. And it's all about power. They knew that, that's why, the, that's why the Borgias became Pope's power. That's why Henry VIII took over the, over, over the church, you know, changed the church from Catholicism into, into Anglicanism, you know, power. Because they know they can tra- control the people. That's why bishops were made lords, because they control the people. Why, would, why else, else would you have a, a bone rattler, kind of shim-sham, flim-flam man, you know, t- telling us things? It's a nonsense. I think mankind has, evolved man has a spiritual well, and and it needs to be filled up on a daily basis. And and I think that we've invented God, and it's a very good concept. And I think that, um, that the spiritual well that, that needs to be filled up is diminished and filled with our our interaction with others. In other words, if I was to be completely unkind to you and berate you and diminish you, I would go home with still maybe the anger inside of me and then a bit bit later on, deeply, deeply ashamed of, of my behavior and action. And I would know full well that what happened there has eaten away at my soul. It's just taken a bit it's eaten it away. And all those nasty things we do eat away at our eternal soul. And every kindness we do helps knit up that little bit mm-hmm. that we've that we've eaten away. So whether there's life after death I have no idea. I like to think that there might be. I'd love to be pure energy and light travelling through time and space, seeing how the Big Bang worked. Is there is there such a truth in, in parallel universes? All that wouldn't it be lovely if we were just became pure light and energy and we were able to zip through and see the entire universe and the world and and enjoy that and bump into other sparks of energy? We go, Hello, like you, do you want to travel with me? Let's go and let's go and see how let's go and look at Mars. I don't know, a hundred thousand years ago, see whether there was water on that. That'd be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, come on, wouldn't that be lovely?
0: Do you think? Do you think that is a part of you, Richard? Right. That you, that, that is kind of quite galactic, because because um, no. yeah.
1: Do you, I'm just in I'm, touch I'm, I'm with just, galaxies. No, and no I, I am. We we are we are an evolved species. Mm. We don't ask we don't ask for the the the, 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 the machinery we've got. Mm. We don't ask for that. You know, some people are given a Rolls Royce and some people are given an old clapped-up banger. That's true. <laughs> you know, and uh, but where we are is up here. And it's only synapses and energy, and and and, 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 and received information, memory. Without memory, we're we lost. And, and and putting and, and weighing up things and, uh, from memories and putting uh, you know two and two together, making five occasionally, I know, and and building all that up. That's what we are. And if you have a loved one or someone you know that is has become vegetative, it's very disturbing, because you say, where are they now? Where is that person now? Are they in some kind of limbo? Are they out are they there somewhere watching, unable to, to, to bring life back to this? Or is it all up here? And are they just a vegetable? Which is a very disturbing thought, especially, especially when, we, when we have affection for these people. Um, so I did get a bit, bit worried about that. But we didn't ask, we didn't ask, for, we didn't ask to be born male or female, did we? You didn't ask to be born a girl, like neither. And I didn't be asked to be born whatever I am. And, and I didn't ask to be born, you know, grow to five foot nine. I didn't ask to, to have blue eyes. All these are givens. And, um, and it's the same with our, with our sexuality and whatnot. Cause I meet so many gay girls with short cut hair, lovely open boyish faces and you know fierce intelligence in their eyes and, and I see a transgender person, they say that they, they are a gay woman I'm a gay woman they don't see themselves as a transgender person but I think to once they wear all men's clothes all the time and keep c- cutting their hair short affecting a boyish look, I see a transgender person there They're coming in from the other end of the spectrum from me as opposed, to, you know, come from the male side into the centre, and they come from the female side of the centre. Um, I don't think that we should we should have any of these gay, uh, lesbian, uh, all these kind of areas. I just think we are human beings on the continuum somewhere, mm. and we we fall somewhere there. And some of us are male male, and some of us are female female. Mm. Um, some of us kind of like you know yeah. are, are lost in this. In, the other, yeah. in this other place
0: yes do you think that uh, probably we had a time when we didn't put people in boxes we just kind of uh, some, societies um, some societies
1: have uh, some societies Samoa for instance if you have a if you have a, a, a girly boy um, obviously a transgendered girly boy born into your household you are blessed
2: oh.
1: this is a blessing on your house mm. and they are allowed to be gr- allowed to grow mm-hmm. up as, as girls Although they're, although they're males, but they're allowed to grow up and have a very special magical place in society, as special people. So it is only social, isn't oh. it? It's only societal. Yes. It's the laws. Yes. And once again, where do these laws come from? Mm-hmm. From from the Old Testament, which is the, the basis of Judaism, Islam and Christianity. And it's these, once again, these rules that come into play. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, uh, it's, it's a nonsense. It's all about control. I guess I guess once again, you know, if there's a, if there's a weak link in, in, in your genetic tribal kind of journey here, you go, let's take that out because that's genetically weak. We don't want that carrying on. We need the strong genes. So in a, in a primal tribal way, we see how it works, don't we? Keeping that down. I don't know how it well.
0: So what's given you the courage, or did you feel Courage. Like, yes. The courage, you know, you seem very courageous to have... Uh, you know, when you when you really think about it, Rocky Horror came out in the 70s, and it's, you know, it's places in the world where you definitely couldn't show it, and you definitely couldn't even speak of it. Well, There's there are places there
1: are places in the world where I, I would yeah, I would be I would probably be beaten up beaten probably beaten to death in, yeah. in the street even yeah. today. You yeah. know, I know yeah. that. Yeah. In fact, my my lovely daughter, says so I was out the other night, Dad, and I squeezed her turn, this chap and I and he said, "Your dad's a poof," and he's he's is everything that's wrong in the world today. She said, "I turned around and I decked him." And, poof. <laughs> and he, and she said, you see Dad, it's your, it, you are, you are the problem, you see. <laughs> Global warming, European economic kind of problems, it's all down to you.
0: <laughs> so do you feel like you just are somebody that just brought through your creativity and your art and there was just no optional or... Do you feel it's been courageous to dare to to be yourself? No, I I,
1: I guess I I guess I push the envelope from time to time. Um, Yes, I guess I do push the envelope, but I I, I don't care. Mm. I I keep saying, "What are they going to do? Going to arrest me? Mm. What are you going to do?
0: Send me to my room?" (laughs) (laughs) And what do you feel also about being part of um, human consciousness? What I mean by that is that when you've Done a piece of work that's affected the world like you have, mm-hmm. um, you know, like Freud and Jung and and and, you know, soap opera and films and and se- certain types of things affect uh, the ether. They affect the consciousness and they change things. So as a result, you're part of world consciousness in that
1: well I, I do ho- I do hope that I've made I've made the climate a little warmer for, mm. for people who mm. are troubled like myself mm. or have were troubled like mm. myself mm. Um, um, I do hope that, that I've made it a, a little easier for mm. people that because that, um, um, it is a curse it's not it's, it's not a blessing it's a curse however if society said it was a blessing then we would see it as a blessing mm. but it's not a it's not in, in society because they don't don't you know they don't it's like nudge nudge, giggle giggle, and uh, and and you and you go, why are you nudge nudge, again, giggle giggle, giggle? You know, I'm the same person with the same kind of thought processes and the same ability to, you know, put words together and form interesting sentences. What? Where are we coming from here? Mm. What, what? What's what's the deal? Um, so if I've made it, if I made it just a little easier for people to be themselves. And, and less troubled with with the hand that they were dealt. I'm I'm very happy about that. Brilliant,
0: brilliant. And you know, where did I? May I ask you, where did you get your feelings about the spiritual pot and kindness? Were you brought up religiously, or was this just something that you've noticed and you've felt and you've connected to? I'm. I've I.
1: I've I've. Over the over, yeah, I, I, I was I was brought up a, 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 in, the, in the Church of England, um, but I did used to go to convenient Sunday schools. Sometimes the Methodist sometimes the Baptist you know, and all that uh, that kind of thing. But mostly, mostly inside the Christian, inside the Christian. Sometimes I, 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 went to, I used to get a mass for a long, long time, and I like bells and smells. And like-
0: as an adult.
1: Mass or when you were a child? Um, I was, yeah, I was, I was in my, yeah, nineteen, twenty. 19, 20, I, I used to start, I went started to go to Mass on a, on a regular basis, mm-hmm. um, but I, I, um, I lose the plot because I hear so many people, innocent, lovely people all around the world, people, members of, 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 of the different, um, three main religions too who were troubled by these dreadful people that tell them the rules right you get a you get a woman in 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 Yemen or, or Beirut or somewhere other with her children she's not interested what she wants is to look after her children love her children bring them up and and have them free to be you know decent human beings and 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 they're and they're restricted by by all this nonsense that goes on around them, and it, it's it's annoying. And and these rules come from the Old Testament, come come from it with uh, these men, witch doctors basically. Um, once upon a time, there were witch doctors all over the all over the world from different different communities, different cultures, and they had uh, different gods for this and different. And then they, they centred it down to one god, and uh, and now we've we've got control, you know, that's, you mustn't worship that God, you've got to worship our God. Well, I, when I hear people crying in the wilderness for, for for God to intervene, to save their children, whatever, and answer comes, they're none. I don't, you know, I don't like that. I don't like that, that a God can watch us, sit and watch us behaving in this, this way. Um, committing such atrocities on a daily basis to each other—it's not right. It's annoying.
0: So, do you believe? Do you believe in in, in a, now a, a a god or a power? No, I
1: believe. A... I, I believe. I believe that kindness is the key, mm-hmm. and that and that and if we if we live a, if we live our lives doing no harm, mm-hmm. trying to live our lives the best way. If there truly is a god. We would be embraced, no matter whether you were a, a Catholic or a Jew or, a, or, a, or a, uh, an Islamic fundamentalist. It makes no difference. As long as you're living a kind life, if there is a God and He doesn't see that you've lived a kind, blameless life and embrace you and suffer little children to come unto me, such is the kingdom of heaven, that gentle kind of journey, if that's not true, I don't be part of it anyway. Mm. And it doesn't really matter, does it? I don't have to believe in God. As long as I. As long as you live your life in a in a, mm. in a in a in a in a Buddha Christ-like manner, trying mm. to do as little harm, we all fuck
2: up.
1: Don't mm. get me wrong; we all f- f- fall by the wayside mm. with, because we're human. Mm. And anger and sex are the, the you know the primal drives of, of the human nature. They still, from our Stone Age pr- it, beginnings, our animal beginnings, those are still there: Ooh, anger and sex. And uh, but, so we do fall by the wayside, but as long as we live a life of, of, I don't know, the, the kindness basically, the best way we possibly can, do the best we can, and not be malicious, and not be destroying, not want to hurt, not, you know, then we are welcome in the kingdom of heaven if it exists. And if that's not true, I don't want to be there anyway. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it doesn't really matter i humanists. I think follow this principle, don't they? They say there is no God, but we have to live an exemplary life the best we can, almost Christ-like, Buddha-like, you know, because we're decent human beings, and that's what we will do. And there's there's a great there's a great deal to be um, to be pleased about that because there's no altruism in it. It's not about I'm finding myself a seat in heaven. It's nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. That's just because. That they know that that's ennobles our human condition to be kind, to be supportive, to help, to build a, a better world for other people. That's important, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's really all there is to it, really. And when we go we'll go through that final door, it's either the big sleep, or someone come up and say, uh, "Well, could have done a little better." Richard. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you. A, I'm going to give you a B minus. <laughs> a B plus, a B one. Straight A's, that would be kind. <laughs> oh, cool, no, but I don't know.
0: And Richard, you know, obviously, because <laughs> you're an artist and you put yourself out there and and you put all uh, lots of different work out there, you must have had kind of like a huge amount of um, applause and a huge amount of criticism and a huge amount all kinds mm. of different stuff in the mix. Mm. Um, and you know I heard from someone else he said you know you're going to get half the people hate you half the people love you and you've got to like yourself mm-hmm. you know otherwise you, you just couldn't keep it is going, difficult
1: you know? and one of the things about it is interesting you go and do a play for instance you know and they say they don't read the reviews i never read the reviews of course they do mm-hmm. you know that allows them to you know mm-hmm. to stay but but we do and, and, and you get some good reviews and you go oh that's nice that's lovely you don't go Woo! But when you get a bad review, I mean, if, 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 the, if, if the euphoria yeah. was as great as the depression, <laughs> but you don't, you keep your feet on the ground, and you say, oh, that's nice, that's cool, I think I'm doing the right thing, you know, you don't get big-headed about it. But when you get the evil that comes in, you know, and true evil,
2: yeah.
1: telling you, um, you know, I have no right to be on stage yes, and blah, yes, blah, yes, blah, yes, you yes. know. Uh, the, the depression that follows that is, yes. is 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 unbearable yes yes the great thing about that is that I have had a lot of bad reviews over the years so I have some dreadful dreadful times yes, yes but most of those people where are they now Oh, <laughs> they're dead oh, really? and where am I oh I'm alive <laughs> and where are they again oh they're dead <laughs> and again, Okay, so you know, the best revenge, best revenge is outlived the bastards.
0: <laughs> and do you ever like like sometimes you know, uh do you ever take it on board? Like have you ever been have you ever been called dangerous or like very strange kind of things and you go, Okay, I don't care you know, I, no. give me your worst. No, you know? no, no. I I I've I,
1: I I've been I, I, I was, was someone once labelled me as, as eccentric. Yeah. And I went how wonderful is that. <laughs> that's a license, that's a ticket. Yes. Now I now I, I can be anything I want because I'm eccentric. <laughs> you know? It's, it's not like he's he's, all, yeah, he's yeah. not he's you know, he's eccentric. So yeah. he's allowed oh, a bit eccentric, isn't it? And you go, not that nice? What a lovely card to hold yeah, yeah, in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the like a joker. Yeah.
0: Did you ever meet Quentin Crisp?
1: I did, yeah. 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 Yes, I met him down in Brighton once, he wanted me to do a musical of um, oh. of, of that, that, that piece that he did with... with um, like a civil servant, John yeah, Hurt. Yeah, and I, and I And it wasn't the right time to do it, actually. Mm. It, uh, it, I don't know whether there's any mileage in it. I think he wanted to get another bite at the, the cherry and get some more money out of it. Mm. Um, it's not a bad thought. It's not a bad thought. It was a, it was, but it was a lovely little movie, wasn't it? Oh, so, lovely, lovely movie. So, you know, maybe that's not right. Mm.
0: Yeah. and what about Richard uh, love you were saying before that really love's difficult to define but mm. we go for kindness what about love in humanity and you know men women different people all those um, different things
1: I, I, I don't know I, I, I don't know about all love flower power love no that doesn't work um, but when you fall in love with another human being and it becomes intense and wonderful I mean nothing that gets much better than that um, and, I, and I can see how that works but once again kindness has to be the linchpin mm. has to be the linchpin because mm. all the all the other all the you know the, the racing hormones and all that kind of stuff mm. at the beginning of it all you know you can't wait to shag each other forever and, and all that kind of stuff but that passes doesn't it mm. and what you need is, 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 is supportive Um, Partner in your life, that sometimes you can be the parent, sometimes you can be the child, and Mm. you know, so you're supportive, Mm. and you can you can listen to each other, Mm. you can debate with one another as opposed to arguing with Mm. one another. Someone comes up with an idea, and you go, okay, but how about? Hang on. How about does you know, and a little argument goes on, and conversation takes place and enriches our lives. Mm. Well, that's that's all wonderful.
0: And do you have that, or would you like that?
1: I think it's a little too late for me now. I love being on my own, mm. and um, and it, it wouldn't be fair to anybody else to have me in my life because it, 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 it's you know they have their own needs and requirements, and and uh, they, they they have their own expectations of 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 what the man would they want. You know, I, I mean, I, sometimes I, I've had a relationship with gay men, but they actually want a they want a real gay man in their life, as opposed to a tranny kind of person. They want a real gay man. In fact, they want a straight man in their life. But it was, <laughs> you know, it's very strange. A straight gay man yes. is what they want. Yes. You know, and and women, you know, they, they go, yeah, we're kind of attracted. It's very sexy and all the rest of it. You know, but actually, they want a real man in bed with them. You see, as opposed to a tranny in bed with them. So it becomes very difficult. And uh, and I don't want to compromise. I say, I never want to compromise anybody else, and certainly you know, I don't want to compromise myself. So I like being on my own. I don't have to, live, you know. And when when you get to to my age, which is very very old, um, <laughs> you know, you do actually don't want to take your clothes off in front of anybody anymore. Do you know what I mean? Because the skin's a bit saggy. It's not, Are you not, kidding
0: not, me? Mm, you look brilliant. No, it's true.
1: It's true. You just you become self conscious about you know. Because when you're young, you don't give a shit you're out there and you go oh yeah get the clothes off i'm young the skin's firm you know got some muscles and you know go rock and roll you don't care because you're young and free and arrogant
0: and when you get
1: old you go "Mm -mm -mm." can we turn that light down a bit
0: (laughs) 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 so so if you were going to say like it seems like what you're saying to me is that you've reached a lovely place of peace and happiness and kindness and Dressing up and having fun and going out and doing your creative things and, and still being creative. You're still doing lots of things. You'll well,
1: I write a song occasionally.
0: Yeah. And and your Rocky Horror has been turned into an opera in Japan? Is an opera?
1: Right? Well, that's going a bit too far. No, not opera. But it's it's going to be done in Japan, yeah. Yeah. And um, the director is, is does like to have a, a, a lot of drama on the stage. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, it's just kind of, kind of good. It's, it's, it's like if, it, for instance, we was going to do Macbeth, there would be the opening would be kind of like three hundred people coming on stage, and a, a rainstorm with oh, real wow. water coming in. You know, wow. all that kind of stuff. I, I, I'm actually kind of uh, embellishing that slightly, but yeah, okay. uh, he, he has a, a larger kind of a bigger canvas, a bigger vision. Yeah yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it sounds like if you know you're living a a lovely life and so what would you say to anybody who's maybe even just starting out and thinking wow
1: every day we've got to to first of all work out what success is Mm. because people think fame and fortune are success fame and fortune are whores Mm -hmm. fame and fortune will walk down the road with you for a little while and you're going hello this is cool and you look around and they've gone (laughs) And you're left alone. And we see many, many people who have that little five minutes in and they think it's gonna go on forever. Yeah. And suddenly it's all over for them and, yeah. and they've got to get on with life. So fame and fortune is, is, are not signs of success. It's uh-huh. very, nice to, very nice to walk down the road with them for a little while, it's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But that's not what it's about. Uh-huh. What a, what a, the, there's a lovely song called Nature Boy that king cole sang there was a boy a very strange enchanted boy and though he traveled far and wide far and wide over land and sea who very shy and satisfied very wise was he and then one day that magic day he came my way we stopped and spoke of many
0: things fools and kings
1: And he said to me, the greatest gift you'll ever learn is just to love and be loved in return. That's success. If you're on your deathbed, and you're lying on your deathbed, and your hospital room or your room is empty, nobody's coming there, and and you're lying. gained the fucking world. You've got all the power you You're lying there, rotting in this bed and nobody loves you. You've had nothing. Or if you're lying in your bed and you've achieved very little in the way of, 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 of fame and fortune, but you're surrounded by love. Mm. That's success. Mm. That's it.
0: Wow. Thank you so much. My pleasure. That was so... Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Richard. <laughs> wow. That was a... So that really was the most beautiful man, Richard O'Brien, and I'm sure you could feel his lovely heart and his lovely intentions. I certainly could. And how he really is here to spread love. He is now very happily married, very happily living in New Zealand. And is a very generous and very kind person. So um, I hope that some of his words inspired you. They've inspired me. And uh, please tune in to more podcasts.